Hey guys, welcome to That's So Lauren Podcast. My name is Lauren Miller. If you're new here, welcome. My favorite color is black. I'm an Enneagram 3. If you're in the Zodiacs, I'm a Sagittarius. I go to Georgia University, political science major, theater minor. Um, if you're black, if you're a teen, if you're a woman, if you're a... I always forget. If you're black, if you're a teen. Oh, and if you're a girl, a woman, a lady. Something here for you. If you're not new, welcome back. Um... Y'all, this week, it's going to be an interesting week. Um, I am indeed eating. I can't tell if y'all can tell right now. I don't have my headphones on, but hopefully y'all can't hear me smacking on these fries. But, you know, if so, bear with me. I'll be done in a couple seconds, right? <laughs> um, But starting off, music of the week. He won't fail. Talk out, birth. He never misses. I love when he yells at me, somebody open up your mouth. Love him. Shut up to talk. Um, the Cardi Cortez, hands down, just blew everybody out of the water. Adam Blackstone, his album, I think it's entitled Legacy, it was dope. And Tasha Cobb, lover of my soul. Like, y'all, music is good and good right now, you feel me? Um, everybody was good this week. I am pretty good, um. I'm really happy. Um, there was a point with my uh, therapist that I felt like whenever she'd be like, what do you want to talk about? I will always have something catastrophic or really big or negative um, that it impacted my week that I just had to talk about. And lately, it may be little things or just maintenance things, but there's not that, been that not that, whoa. There haven't been things I'm like, oh my god, this happened on this day. I'm just so, I'm really proud of myself for making that progress and not letting people affect me the same way that they did because before it would offset me for days. It would, I mean, it would just, it would just wreck me. And so now that, you know, I'm able to face conflict, but not not even nearly as much as I was, like, every once in a while I'm just being able to, to manage it and go through it is like, it's so dope, y'all. The air in my room never goes off, and it's so hot right now. Like, hopefully y'all can't hear it. I, I, I'm gonna have to figure something out because I hate this. But anyway, this week I went to see The Woman King. I think it was a great movie. Um, if you know me, I love Viola Davis. I think she is one of the best actresses, if not the best actress ever. Not, not the best black actress. She's an amazing actress, period. I will put her against any race, any creed, any, any, anybody, <laughs> any tongue. I'll put her against anybody. She's great. Um, she always finds a way to tell their story so beautifully. It's, it's, it's amazing. Um, that whole cast is amazing, in my opinion. It was really, it felt authentic, it felt real. I just want to say shout out to them, and I hope this is a stride to show Hollywood that number one, um, black actors and black actors are powerful. That when they, when you give them opportunities and good opportunities to tell stories, they're gonna be good movies, and that their community, as in black people, and will show up and support them, and that we'll be behind them, and we'll you know. Get those tickets and and, 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 and we'll, we'll make it worth their while. Um, we shouldn't have to do that, but 
the reality of it, re, the reality of it is is when you when you put black people on the sh on the screen, we kill it every time, and we've been proving that and, pro and and not just when you portray us in a ghetto way or a stereotypical way, like you give us stories, other uh, new old whatever. Give it to us. Give us the opportunity to kill it. We're gonna kill it. That black cat's an amazing. Um, and I, I just wanted to start there. Um, it was just great. I loved it. But here's the part that I wanted to talk about. I've been seeing circulating um, something about Lupita Nyong'o. Sorry, guys. <laughs> who I think is an amazing actress as well. If you don't know who that is, she's in the Black Panther. Um, she's the one that dates uh, Chadwick Boseman in the movie. Rest in peace, Chadwick Boseman. Um, the Black Panther in the movie. Actually, no. Or, or does she date Michael B. Jordan? Not, hold on. She, now I don't remember. No. Yeah, she dates uh, Black Panther. Anyway. The point is, it's been circulating that she got the role and dropped it because when she went to go visit, um, I don't want to jack up the name, so I'm going to say the African country that the movie was based upon. Based on, sorry. As she found out that the narrative that the movie was giving off was not authentic and it wasn't the truth and all the other stuff and she didn't want to praise and um, give off a story as if these women and the women king were like, just, just that country were just morally correct and they were the light when really they were a part of the slave trade as well. I'm not giving away too much of the movie for y'all who haven't watched it yet. So if you haven't watched it, you don't have to turn it off. I'm not going to tell you the details. I'm just saying. She felt, excuse me, she felt as if um, the whole story was not being presented and, and correctly, right? And so she decided not to do the movie. Uh-oh. Here's the thing about that. I think that two things can be true at once. I think that I think a, a couple of things. I think that two things can be true at once. I think that it is possible. Um it is possible. I'm trying to word it in a way that mm, it is possible for a narrative or a movie to uh, withhold certain part negative parts of a story or um, sometimes the good parts or uh, over dramatize or um, exaggerate certain parts of the story and the story still the, 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 the main part of the story still be true or uh, it still makes a good movie right and so I think that maybe, maybe Lupita is right and they were a part of it. And I get that not wanting to um, praise people who have done wrong. But I also understand that this is an opportunity to support black actresses and actors. Specifically Viola Davis, she deserves the world. This is an opportunity to support and push for studios to hire and give more black movies. Um, and so, I'm not going to say I'm torn because I definitely, uh, I want to say this. I do not believe that they are at odds. I don't think that there's this war between, is Viola right, is Lupita right? And if so, that is 
just horrible. That's that's her her, you know, her prerogative, and that's what she decided to do. But I feel like African Americans have been through enough that sometimes we're telling these black stories. We don't always want to be con. We don't want to constantly remember that we were slaves. We don't want to constantly remember that black, you know. Black and brown people are discriminated against everywhere, but specifically in America. The Little Mermaid come out, came about to come out. Y'all know I love Chloe and Halle, but specifically, specifically uh, Halle Bailey. The Little Mermaid's come out, and all the races just came out to play, and it was it was shocking to see um, because a lot of races aren't blatantly racist all the time, but for everybody to just have this outpour of of of, of, of opinion and, and disgust and disdain for a black mermaid, it's a mermaid. <laughs> it's a mermaid. But yeah, we don't always want to be reminded. Like, we see our black brothers and sisters being killed in the street. We see the blue brutality. We see the discrimination every day. Sometimes it is okay to want to see our people in a positive light. I'm not saying that we should BS stories, and I don't think that we should, you know, not tell the truth because that is, that is a part of our history, of course. But sometimes it is okay for us to go to a black movie with a black cast and just enjoy the story. I love the Medea stories. I love Tyler Perry. I think he's amazing. I love Oprah. I love all those people who tell those stories about uh, some of our black experiences because that, that's definitely, it has a ring of truth to it. It's a side that's why we all can relate. That's why it's, do, it's done so well because we all can relate to some element of those movies. But you cannot tell me as an African-American that when you watched Black Panther and other pop hidden figures, well, mm, I'm not going to say hidden figures, but other black movies, you didn't feel a sense of, like, relief. Like, it was, I didn't have to see myself poor. I didn't have to see myself being kids. I got to see myself as royalty because the truth is, Africans and African-Americans um, that's who we were and we still are. Let's be very clear. Let's be very clear. I think that sooner than later, we will return back to, mm, how can I say that? That sense of like royalty and kings and queen. I, I think that's happening. So I think I'll be alive to see us take our, 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 our rightful place. But anyway. Um, you know, it's it, it, it's it's a breath of fresh air to see a positive mother and daughter relationship. It's a breath of fresh air to see the father and the family. It's a breath of fresh air to see us as superheroes and all these other things, and not poor slaves and and, and, and whooping our kids and can't pay the rent, roaches and I mean, it's just ugh. the narrative has a ring of truth to it. There are a lot of African Americans who are poor and going through a lot and, and, and other minority groups in America so it has a ring of truth to it but we're also we're also millionaires and billionaires we're also scientists and superheroes and mermaids at this point and princesses and entrepreneurs and so much more and so I think that although I understand where Lupita is coming because she is an artist it's not just her this is her People don't understand that like, when you do something, even if it's music, like there's certain music I would never sing or put out because I'm not just going to get a beat and start rhyming for fun. It's going to have meaning to it. 
some meanings are going to be deeper than others. Some are going to be whatever. But, like, you don't, you don't just, when you really love what you do, you don't just throw, you know, yourself into anything. Now, money is a factor sometimes, you know. Actors, by time, you know, they take the taxes out. If you have kids, all of that, you need to keep working and things like that. But I think that I am not against Viola Davis taking on such a powerful role. Um, and uh, her getting her, her spotlight, her, her time to shine, I'm, I'm not mad at it at all. She's worked hard enough. She's done everything there is to do. Like, she is incredible. Um, yeah, that's how I feel about it. I, you know, that's just me. Moving on. Guys. I feel pretty good. Um, I was, uh, I think I told you all a couple of weeks ago that I got a ticket for going 106 and 70. Months back, months back. Went to court. They got it all figured out, and I was on probation until I did community service for 20 hours. And, um, uh, Paid and uh, something else I'm supposed to do. Oh, driver's ed. So I paid and did my driver's ed. And I was just waiting on the community service, right? So what I was supposed to do ended up not working out. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to go give away blood, right? And I had a feeling something wasn't going to go right. I'd go there to the hospital. And she pricks my finger. She said, we're going to see, you know. I'm going to test your hemoglobin, all the other stuff, blah, 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 blah. The moment she took my blood, like, literally, she pricked my finger and literally, like, it was almost simultaneous. Simul- I can hate that word. It was almost instant. She was like, oh, my God, your blood your blood is thin and light. You probably won't be able to get blood, baby. You, you look iron deficient. She puts it on the little machine. She tells me, I knew this is a black woman, so I, 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 trust, I trust what she has to say. <laughs> that nobody's hemoglobin um, should be below a 12.5. That's really low for women. And for men, it's 13.5. And the average is about 15-ish to 18-ish. And super high, it's anywhere from like 22 to 30. And dangerously low is about 5.56, right? My hemoglobin level was at a 9. The average is anywhere from 13 to, to 20, I think she said, or 18. Th- th- 15, to, 15 to 18? I think. Yeah, 15 to 18. My hippogone was at a 9, y'all. She was like, there's no way I'm letting you get blood. Like, and I was just like, oh my god, like. Child. She said, there's no way I'm letting you, I'm, I'm letting you um give blood. She was like, it's just. Even if I were to give you, like, some snacks to try to get your iron up, it's so low. There's no point in me reprinting you, especially since you're scared of shots and needles, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, yeah. And then I went back to a couple of days ago. I cut my finger so bad. Um, I took my nail off and a lot of the skin. I was peeling an apple. I love apples. Whatever. And my mom kept saying, you know, like, you know, hold your fingers. So the blood will clot up. My finger would not clot up. I would, I would hold it for literally 10 minutes. It was still winning a lot. And she was like, I thought about it. She was like, yes, like thinner blood is hard to clot. I said, this makes so much sense. I said, I felt like it was running like water. She was like, your blood is thin. I said, the devil trying to save me out of here. But he won't win.
He won't win. Thank you, Lord. But yeah, that's my little story of the day. But I think I was just so shocked. Like, my mom has well had low iron. I, I think she's good now. She has like my iron throws on it. I know my mom was anemic. I didn't think I was anemic. Um, I'm not cold, so. But anyway, um, I was just like, dang, I, I, I didn't expect it to be that. I thought maybe a little low. I didn't know it was going to be that low. Like, she was like, goodbye. Like, no. <laughs> so I was just like, I got turned away, but I should be all good to go. Hopefully. Prayerfully. But, um. That's how my week's been going. And today, we're going to talk about, hmm, I'm, I'm, try, I'm trying to make sure I do this in a, in a, in a wise way. We're going to talk about these little boys. So, I was in the cafe, and, um, this dude, this like Indian dude, cut off, like he's reaching over me and this other black boy to get some water when the black boy was clearly, you know, filling up his thing, the thing of ice. He was just like, I want some water. And the black boy in front of him let him get the water. And then he walked away. I, I, I said, Well, oh, you better than me because that's rude. Blah, blah, blah. You know, you know how black people do. We just conversing or whatever. Long story short, like your energy you can have your number. I said, "Whoa, you know, nobody has my number. I don't, I don't like that." I said, "You got my Instagram." She goes, "No, I, I, I want your number." I said, "Um, hmm, okay, whatever." Gave him my number. For those of you who know me personally, you know my phone stays and do not disturb. I don't like to be disturbed, right? <laughs> and so. He's like, what's your name? I'm like, Lauren. Cool. I get back to my room. I'm getting missed calls, mixed, mixed, missed messages and stuff. I said, what? He said, I'm sauce, by the way. I liked it. He said, state your name, big head. I said, when I wrote, because I don't, I don't like that kind of stuff. I said, Lauren, I already told you that. He said, get your phone off D&D. I said, first of all, no, and I'm busy. My fault, I don't know. Whatever, right? And he was just very aggressive, and I feel like sometimes people confuse, like, effort with, like, just aggressiveness. Not even aggressiveness, just, like, bombarding me. Like, I love people. I love the guys who, who I like show me effort, of course. But, like, you don't have to call me and text me. Especially, like, I... I go to sleep pretty early because I wake up early. I'm, I'm never going to be up past 10. And if I am, I'm not going to be in the streets. I'm going to be in my bed. Like, you know what I mean? Calling me at 10 o'clock. Like, sir, I'm going to sleep. Like, I, and I, I'm i not going to block him yet. Hopefully, he, he gets the message. I've been ignoring him for a couple of days. Hopefully, he'll leave me alone. But I told that story because when I was younger, I was dealing with a person in particular. I'm not gonna say any names, of course, but it seemed like they were always busy and like, although it made me mad and pissed me off, it low-key like attracted me to them a little bit, you know what I mean? Like it was kinda like, 
when I did have their time or their attention, it felt important. You know what I mean? Now I don't know if, if it, I don't know if it's possible to have that same effect when you're always available. I don't know. But years ago, you know, I would see a post about not always being available, not always being available. Um, I've been trying it recently. I think it works, y'all. Like, I think that, you know, when you, when someone's time is limited with you, when they have that time, it's like an honor. You know, like, they take it seriously. And they respect your time. But the only thing is, like, can that same level of admiration and respect be given, um, be given without having to pull away or not answering your phone? Like, like, I get the familiarity, like, breeds complacency. I get that. But, like, is it possible to still be familiar with someone? and honor and respect their presence the same way you would if they weren't always available for you. That's the question of the day. I don't know. Um, I don't know if it's possible. Um, I will say this. That person that I was dealing with, I enjoy when they got to talk to me. Um, but I feel like maybe, maybe, maybe it's not so hot and cold. Maybe there's a balance like you're busy but you still make time for me. Maybe it's that type of thing. I was young and dumb, y'all. Forgive me. But I think at the time it was like, I really like you. Um, but you don't have time for me. You're pulling away from me. You're always busy. You're always busy. And I think present older Lauren, smarter Lauren, would say, it's okay to be busy because I'm busy too. Like, I don't have time to be on the phone all day. I have things to do. I'm trying to be a trillionaire. I don't have time to sit on the phone and breathe into anybody. You know what I mean? But I think that, um, Making that time and making sure that they know that's a priority or setting the time aside is the part that's missing from being busy. I think there's nothing wrong with being busy, but there's still being that level of like, you're important to me. I'm gonna set time, set time um, apart for you. That may have been the part that was missing back then. I don't know for sure, but like, I don't have to tell him if he still bothers me. Like, well, I, I love blocking people. I'm trying not to block him, but I'm probably going to end up blocking him. My thing is like. I have goals. I have a future. Like, I'm trying to be the first black woman trillionaire. I I have goals goals for a family. I have goals for like career goals. I have life goals. You know, a trillion dollars is a lot of money. Not to God, but a trillion dollars is a lot of money. It doesn't come overnight. It doesn't come easy. It comes with hard work. It comes with planning. It comes with dedication. It comes with a lot of stuff. Like I'm constantly thinking. I'm constantly overthinking. I'm constantly thinking about moves in the future, moves 20 years down the line, I swear I'm thinking about it, like I'm always thinking, 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 so even though I may not be out and about, I'm in my room thinking, okay, if I go to law school this much, da 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 like, I thought I was saying something to, excuse me, I was saying something to uh, one of my classmates, because most lawyers are guaranteed about $100,000 their first year, depending on what state you go in, blah, 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 blah right? And so we're doing this activity for our job, for this freshman class. We had to look it up on a certain website, database, blah, blah, blah. And it basically said that I would make $108,000 my first year of being an attorney. And 
you know, she was like, what's your most, like, your biggest goal? I said, to be a trillionaire. And she was like, I'm, I'm interested to hear, like, what, what, is your, what are your thoughts? What is your plan on that? And I'm telling her, I'm telling her, but here's my thing that I said, and I, you know, I'm, um, I, I think I'm going to close after this. I, I feel like a pastor. Not close. I'm going to end it. <laughs> oh, my God. After this was like, if I'm making $108,000, right, let's just say I stay in my mother's house for a year, a whole, a whole 365. Let's say after taxes, I'm making, let's be extreme, $85,000 a year. And let's say on like cars, food, bills, whatever, I'm spending it at another thirty. Making this so now that's fifty-five thousand dollars I didn't spend. That's money I can invest. That's money I can save. You know what I mean? And so, I was like, I have a plan. Like I know I have a plan. There are certain like accounts I want to get into. The ones that you can't touch for thirty, forty, fifty years. That make interest. I want to invest in stock. I want to do this real estate. Blah blah blah. And I'm just going on and on. And some people thought it was realistic. Some people didn't. I mean, I don't really care. Um, I'm going to always do me. And that's another thing. I didn't know I was going to talk about this, but now I'm talking about it. So here we go. Do not let people crap on your dreams. There are people who are okay with making $55,000 a year and they're okay with that. Let, guess what? That's nothing wrong with that. If that's the life that they want, let them live their life. As for Lauren, <laughs> as for me, um, that's not what I want. Um. I'm not content, and some one of the girls is like a woke girl. Like she's like, why are trillion? Like, when is enough enough? And you know, we're talking about that, and I didn't feel offended because she genuinely wanted to know, and I was I'm more than happy to explain to her why. I'm a black woman. I am a second generation college student. My mom is the first person in her family to go to college, one of the only to graduate high school. If we're gonna be real, um, so education to me is a privilege. And I work hard, and I deserve to be here, and I deserve every scholar, every every dime I get, whether from the government, outside scholarships, I deserve it. I work my butt off, I absolutely do. I show up. I have to be ten times better than my peers. I have to, I have to, I have to stand out. I have to do all this different stuff, and I do it. I do it. I don't complain about it. I do it, and so I deserve it. I absolutely do deserve it. Like, especially in my, in my like political science, like the forums or like the certain classes or like events around campus that are political science, there aren't a lot of women who look like me or, or women at all, for, if we're going to be honest. And so I have to work hard. Like I'm naturally a little introverted, but I'm like around campus, nobody knows I'm introverted because I have to speak. Only. You, you wouldn't see me or you would think I'm some ghetto black girl if I don't speak and you hear me speak the way I speak. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I'm working hard, so I deserve every dime I get, of course. But like, you just, ugh. some people are okay with that. I'm not okay with that. But she was, so she was like, why are you? And I'm like, well, like I said, I'm second generation, uh, well, Jesus Christ, second generation college student. Um, I want to build, and this is outside of money. This is just in general, a legacy, like with my partner, whoever, whatever, if I have children, no children, whatever, like. But I, 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 at this current moment, I do desire children. Um, if I if I have children, I want their children's children's children to be able to go to school. Don't even gotta think about where they're going, how much is it costs, nothing. I want them to be able to go. I want them to be able to buy their first car, their dream houses, all on my dime. Absolutely. I want to be able to send trucks and planes of resources to other people in other countries. 
I want to be able to give those people affected by gentrification and redlining the opportunity to have ha homes and housing like well, healthy and uh, I can't think of the word I'm looking for but like you know uh, 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 acceptable housing like they deserve that you know I, I work at housing like I said and a lot of the custodian ladies they're like or my grandma some of them my great-grandmother matter of fact a lot of two of them are the age of my great-grandmother or how old she would have been and um they don't they don't drive some of them don't know how to drive the majority of them to cannot for a for a car or the payments of a car or car insurance and they're taking martyr or they're walking or they're biking and i'm like you're over 50 years old 60 70 years old walking or taking a bus a few of them by choice most of them is not it's by force and i'm like that is that's ridiculous the fact that you're even working at this age is we weren't just made to work and die and so for me i think that's why i'm so adamant about this whole trillionaire thing like i want to be able to have whatever i want whenever i want money is not the source it's just a resource I want to be able to have as many resources, like I'm able to use them how I want to use them. If I want to buy a plane, I'm gonna, I want to be able to buy a plane right now. You got to think about how much money to make. If I want to buy a plane, I want to buy a plane. If I want to buy a helicopter, I want to buy a helicopter. If I want to buy a dream house, I want to buy a dream house. Like I want to be able to do what I want to do when I want to do it. If I feel led to give somebody a house, I want to be able to just, just write them a check for the house. I don't have to look and, oh, well, maybe if I do this, do that. I don't know. Anybody got time for that. I really am in the business of helping people, which is why I'm even going into this major. Because my dream is to be, like I told y'all, entrepreneur and entertainer. And I help people, you know, through art and things like that. But in the meantime, it's through policy and le legislation and awareness. Which is why I'm going to law school. Which is why I'm a political science major right now. <laughs> is to help people. I really enjoy helping people. I, I, re I, I can say that genuinely. I really enjoy helping people. Which is why I, I, I love my job. Like, it's chill. I, I get to help people when they need it, and then we're cool. I love my job. I really do. I don't have a problem with it at all. But you know, I don't. I, I don't. I don't think it's greedy for me to want to live a life that I want to live. Even if I were, if I were a selfish person, and I decided that I didn't want to give any of that money away, it's my money. <laughs> why? Why do you care? Why do you care? Like. Think about a trillionaire coming to your church and giving their 10%. For some people, that's their church's mortgage. You know what I'm saying? Like, all the things you can do by just living living well. And who who made this narrative that God wants us broke? I don't know who started the narrative. I ain't got to know. As for me and my house, Lauren Kennedy will not struggle in the name of Jesus. Okay? All right. I don't know where I don't know where that story came from. I'm not struggling. Oh Jesus, I'm 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 I'm, I'm a warrior. I'm I'm poor. And Jesus, look, girl, go get you a job and live your life, okay? But yes, I want to be able to take care of the, of the generations behind me and all of the people who have helped me um, become who I am to this day. Literally every person: teachers, custodians, mentors, people in my family, people who aren't my blood family, but I love them like they were. My church family, pastors along the way, like, I feel like you should honor and respect those people who helped you get to where you are. Even not, like, if, if it wasn't, like, a financial contribution, mentally, spiritually, whatever, like, I want to be able to take care of everybody I want to take care of.
around the world because here's the thing if i don't make the money or if, if, a, if a christian or uh, uh somebody with moral you know a moral con like, like with sound judgment doesn't make the money somebody gonna make the money so who, who would you rather have the money me someone with good intentions someone with a good heart someone who wants to help other people and not be selfish with the money or the complete opposite look at our world right now Imagine if everybody was off this whole, we got to be poor for Jesus tip. And, then, and they had money. Imagine what the things we'd be able to do. We wouldn't have to keep collecting offerings for this new building. We'd be able to just pay the new, for the new building. We wouldn't be going through all this stuff we're going through. Like freaking Jeff Bezos owns Amazon and uh, the New York Daily Post. Hello. If y'all don't see what's going on, I'm in a media society and culture class. I'm sorry, y'all. This is my professor will be so proud of me. If you don't see the agenda setting, the conglomeration, so on, and all, I mean, the list goes on of stuff that's going on, I don't know what to tell you. I know God wants me to be prosperous. I know I want me to be prosperous. I like nice things. I like the people around me to have nice things. If my kid is 18, they say, Mom, you know, I want a car. What car do you want? I want a Tesla. I want to get them whatever Tesla they want. Now, of course, they're going to work hard. I'm not saying just, just give them the world. With no, I'm not saying that. But if you work hard and you're a good person, why shouldn't you be blessed? Why shouldn't you have the desires of your heart? Mm? Oh, okay. That's it, y'all. Bunch of stories. I'm doing really good. I, f I feel like this is the best I've been mentally in a long time. Emotionally, eh. I've been better, I guess. But mentally, I feel great. I feel strong. I feel... I feel balanced. I feel at peace. More than I have in a long time. So, I feel great. I feel really good. Um, therapy's working. College is working. My alone time is working. I'm working. <laughs> yes, thank you all for listening. I hope you enjoyed one of those stories. Um, follow me on Instagram at that's so Lauren. Sorry, Jesus Christ. On Instagram at um, Lauren Miller underscore underscore on Inst on Snapchat <laughs> Dream underscore vocals on YouTube. It's that's so Lauren. Um, this has been that's so Lauren podcast. I think this is episode thirteen. I think. Pause. Um, is this thirteen? I think so. Yeah. Episode 13. If it's not, it'll say it on the, on the episode description. Um, thank you all for listening. I hope you have an amazing day. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that was so long for no reason. <laughs> have a good day, y'all. Bye.